Hey, what's up, everybody? It is episode five of the Flex Talk podcast with Lex and the B-Man. Brian, how you doing today? I am doing great. I cannot believe we're at the fifth podcast already. This is really, really exciting. I feel like we should have had some balloons or something, something to celebrate. Maybe we should save that for the hundredth. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. Fifth already. Yeah, it is going great. We're having a good time talking about things that we're passionate about. And of course, we're having a good time uh, hearing the feedback from listeners. Have you heard a lot of good things about what we got going on here, Brian? I really have. We really appreciate everybody listening. I also want to give a shout out to my buddy, Mike. He had some great words to say. Sounds like he's been listening and getting some good insight for it. So thank you, Mike. And and thank you, everybody else that's been listening as well. We really appreciate the comments. Yeah. Shout out to Ro over over in Arizona, listening to us from the great state of Arizona. Good. We appreciate you as well. Uh, Just a client of mine that we've been... uh, keeping in contact with and uh, we appreciate listeners from all over wisconsin all over the nation so hello to you all right so today we're going to talk about the business of fitness okay you have entered a gym before you have uh googled searched a bunch of gyms that you were looking at joining um the things that you're going to come across uh the questions you have to ask yourself before joining a facility um, and the hesitation sometimes, it, it, it all comes with joining a facility or even getting a trainer for that matter. So um, I'm going to talk about those things that are passionate about me and what, what I've encountered over the years of my 16 years in this industry. And Brian has a lot of great uh, insight about the business of fitness as well. Um, he's in uh, fitness sales. Uh, he deals a lot with people and their hesitation, the challenges they have to overcome. And uh, just, you know, the overall conversation that you have with people about joining a fitness and health facility. So, Brian, what do you think about that topic? Good stuff? I really, really like the topic. I say we uh, jump into it, get into it. It's important to talk about. Uh, The business end of the fitness industry is important, both as a professional working in the industry, but also as a consumer, knowing, like Lex just said, what to ask for, what to look for when you're going to a gym. So I'm excited about this one. Let's get into it. Awesome. Awesome. So there's a lot of hesitation and a lot of research that's done when you're joining a fitness facility. You have to look at the things that you want in a fitness facility, and I wouldn't settle for anything less. So think about the things that you want to get out of you joining a gym. You don't want to just join a gym to say that you joined a gym. Obviously, it's an investment financially. It's an investment of your time. You're taking time away from your family. You're doing things that you need to do in order to get to your your health goals. So just make sure you're making the right decision when you're joining a gym. Um, as far as talking with somebody about joining a gym when you actually enter the fitness facility, have you heard of any challenges that people have had or any hesitations that people have had, Brian, uh, when they talk to you about joining a facility? Yeah, absolutely. I think the main thing just is a lot of people have just a general nervousness about going to inquire about working with a trainer or about joining a gym, especially if you're somebody that hasn't done it before. It's nerve wracking to pull up to somewhere and have to walk in and you see all these established customers and clients that are already there working out. And it's a little nerve wracking. So I would say for me, one of the things that I encounter the most is people that just have that general kind of nervousness. And when that happens and then people tend to close up a little bit, it makes it a little bit harder for the trainer or the salesperson to really figure out what it is that you want. My encouragement to you, to everybody listening, if you are inquiring about working with a trainer or joining a gym, 
be completely open with that person. Trust them. You know, don't treat them like they're like a used car salesman from the 1980s or something. Unfortunately, we've salespeople have been given a bad name because of those people. But in today's day and age, you really should open up to that person. Let that person help you. Assume that they have your best interests in mind and you don't have to be as nervous. That's what I would say. Absolutely. That's a great thing to look for. So uh, come into it with an open mind and be transparent about what your goals are and what you want to accomplish in the facility. And, you know, they're going to have a good conversation with you about that, those things. Uh, don't be closed off. Don't be going into the gym thing that they just want to snatch your dollar because, you know, I can only speak for myself. I know I have the best interest at heart for everybody that walks into my facility. I want to make sure that we're answering all your questions. Uh, we're being completely informative about what we have uh, at the facility, uh, what value it's going to bring to you and in what reasonable, uh, realistic time frame that you can get to your goals. That's the biggest thing here. So be transparent, be open, um, uh, be upfront about what you know you can afford and wh what you're going into. So um, finances is a big thing. Uh, just know that you're going to be investing in your health, whether that's you're paying a $20 membership, whether you're paying a couple hundred dollar membership, or you're investing in a trainer, which can be a little bit more of an investment. Know your finances, know what you can afford, and know you probably might have to cut back on some things so you can afford those things that you're going to need to get, to help you get to your goal. So understand that that is uh, uh, the business of fitness and you're going to be making that investment just like any other investment that you probably would make do you feel the same way brian absolutely i do we talked about it a little bit last week too i think it might have actually been the week before that where we talked about what your priorities are and what's important to you and if you look at a standard gym membership let's say and we could throw out a range of anywhere from literally ten dollars a month to like lex just said hundreds of dollars a month you got to look at your budget and look what you can afford. But I bet everybody here would be really surprised if you looked at what you spend your money on and you looked at it and said, hey, do I really need to spend $6 every single morning on some Frappa Mocha thing? I don't even know these coffees, Lex. I don't know if you drink coffee, but <laughs> I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. But it's amazing how much we spend on coffee, fast food, and other things that are literally poison for our bodies. But if you just cut back on some of those things and redirected those funds, I bet you could afford that gym membership that you want to go to, or you could afford that personal trainer that you want to work with. So I'm with Lex on that, prioritizing your money, looking at your budget. One good example that I always use with families is, let's say you have a family and you have maybe two kids, you have a spouse. What does it cost you to go to the movies for one night? Let's say you get some popcorn, you get some soda, you've got to buy four movie tickets. I'm going to guess that's going to cost you what, Lex? Maybe 70, 80 bucks, 60 bucks? It's not cheap. Not cheap. That would probably cost you about a gym membership, or that would get you a training session or two if you were going to join a studio. So just think about little, little things like that um, when you look at just budgeting your money. Absolutely. And I can speak on the trainer side of things. I understand that getting a trainer is an investment. Um, I wouldn't say it's cheap. I wouldn't say that it's overly expensive. I say you're right along, right along the lines of what it costs to get a trainer in this market. So um, try to be overly competitive. We want to be informative. We want to make sure there's enough value in my trainers and coaches that you know you're getting exactly what you pay for. Um, so it's, it's a big step to get a trainer. They're investing a lot of their time, their experience with you, and they're making sure that you get to your right goals, not getting you injured. So because you're investing with a trainer, yes, you're going to invest a little bit more because you're getting the right guidance, the right support, and you're getting 
pretty much guaranteed results if you just follow the guideline of what they're trying to teach you. So uh, just know that, know that you're making a big investment, but it's a big step that you're making in order to get to your goals. And you've probably been struggling for a while to get to your goals and maybe a trainer is the right thing for you to do. You need the guidance, you need the support, you need the the spontaneity of different exercises and, and getting to your goals. You need to have a little bit more fun with your workouts and your exercises. You need to be challenged. And that is what you're investing in. You're investing in those, those different angles of fitness. So when you take a look at, yeah, it's a little bit much money. Think about what you're getting for that investment. And you're getting all those things that I just mentioned. And you're, you're having fun with fitness again. You're being challenged. You're learning about different pieces of equipment. You're learning about different movements and how to make sure that you're staying safe in the gym. And the biggest thing for me is making sure that you're not getting injured. And I can speak from a trainer side of things. You're making one of the best decisions of your life getting a personal trainer. Yeah, just think about everything that Lex just said. That was that was awesome. All the benefits to working with a, a fitness professional. And think about how much value you're gonna get from working with somebody. And now once again, let's go back to that same example, the coffee example, or looking at what you spend your money on on a weekly basis. And just think about it and go, man, if I could work with a personal trainer and I could feel the best I could ever feel and I could be fit and I could finally lose the weight that I want to lose and finally feel comfortable in the clothes I want to feel comfortable in, I mean, is it worth giving up the coffee to feel the best you've ever felt? Absolutely. Make the coffee at home and save some money. And, and the coffee example is just one of a million examples we could give of just things that you spend money on. Maybe it's something like giving up cable and saying, hey, instead of having a $120 cable bill a month, I'm going to use that on a gym membership or I'm going to use that for a personal trainer. So really focus in on all the things that Lex just said, all the benefits to working with a fitness professional and definitely consider that. And from a facility standpoint, when I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast about looking at what you want out of a facility, is it clean? Is it well-maintained? Are the coaches uh, addressed appropriately? Uh, do the coaches have enough knowledge? Have you asked them questions about their background? Do they have enough knowledge in what you actually want to accomplish? Uh, is the facility have the right hours? Is, are you getting everything you want out of the facility? Do you feel comfortable? How's the lighting? Those type of things that you're investing in, you should. If you're investing your dollar, your hard-earned dollar, you should get the facility you're exactly wanting to pay for. So just make sure you're asking the right questions. Make sure you take a, a look at the facility. And if it's good, you feel good about it, then invest. Invest. Don't think about it. You know you're going to want to do it. You know you feel comfortable. You know you're going to make the right decision. Everything feels like it's vibing with what you're looking for. Then make that change. Make that investment. Take the right step. Take the first step and just get started. Yeah. And make a, like Lex was just talking about, make a list ahead of time of the things that are important to you. He brought up cleanliness. He, bought, he brought up, you know, the professional level of the staff, all of that stuff. Make a list of what's important to you. And then when you decide these are the things that I want out of a gym, these are the things that I want with a fitness professional. Then when you go and you start doing your shopping and you start doing your homework, you're going to know exactly what it is that you are looking for. And then when it hits you and you finally found the person that you think can help you or the gym that you think can help you, don't hesitate. Like Lex just said, you have just found what you are looking for. You have found somebody that you believe is going to help take you to the next level. You found the person that you think is finally going to help you lose the weight, help you feel the best you've ever felt. There's no need to hesitate then. Then it's just a matter of just pulling the trigger and just doing it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So it, we've both been on the customer service side of things for, uh, for a while now. Uh, like I mentioned before, I've been in the fitness industry for 16 years. And one of the biggest complaints that I have, I'll actually save that. What's the biggest complaint that you've heard on the customer service side of things uh, on your end that people, maybe it doesn't have to do with exercise and fitness at all. What's the biggest complaint that people have had about the facility itself? What have you heard, Brian? Oh my gosh, there's so many complaints that I've heard over the years and some of them are justified, some of them are not justified. But I would say the main thing is people like to go somewhere and work out somewhere where they feel supported. And yes. so, so the equipment is important. You wanna have great equipment at a gym. You wanna obviously have nice amenities and things, nice showers, nice, whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, when you go to the facility, are you being supported by the people there? Do you feel like the salespeople have your best interests in mind? Do you feel the personal trainers are there for you? They want you to succeed and do well. So some of the complaints that I've heard over the years, just on and off, are things like, hey, I felt this personal trainer really wasn't in it for me. I felt like they were maybe just taking my money and I knew that I had to make a switch. So you know, if I was advising a gym or, or, you know, I would just tell them, listen, we got to support the people. These are our customers. These are the people that are here for us. We need to be there for them. They're the most important thing in the world because they allow us to have wonderful lives and, and support ourselves. But for us to be able to do that, we have to get them what they're looking for and we have to help them and we have to create a great business. And when we do that, it's going to make it more likely that, you know, they're going to go tell their friends how much they enjoy us and they're going to refer more people to us. So to answer your question again, I would just say support. People feeling like sometimes they don't get a lack of support. I agree with you. It's like the coaches, the, the front desk, the staff all have to be on the same page with supporting the customer, right? The client. They want to feel like they're being helped to their goal, not being discouraged. Um, they want to feel like the staff is patient. They want to feel like they're listening uh, to their troubles and challenges uh, because you're going to encounter those challenges. You're going to encounter some of those troubling spots or those plateaus, and you want to make sure that the, the staff is there to support you and knowing that they're giving you the right support to make you through those, get you through those challenges. Uh, that's a great point you bring up, Brian. So on, on my end, I worked in a large health club facility before, and the biggest problem I've seen was cleanliness, cleanliness of the facility. It's impossible for you to work out uh, when you're looking at dust balls flying across the gym floor. It just it doesn't feel very uh, sanitized. It doesn't feel very safe. It doesn't feel like you're, you're getting a good workout in, in a good, nice, clean facility. I know I always work out better in a clean facility. The equipment's cleaned off. The benches are cleaned off. Some people like that gritty, uh, grimy, old school type of fitness feel. Look, it's 2023. I want my benches to be wiped down. I don't want my handles to be wiped. Call me uh, uh, too, too, too much, but that's what I'm looking for in a facility. And I know my customers appreciate that too. They want to walk into a facility where it's clean. It looks like it's part of a franchise. It looks like it's, it's well-maintained. The toilet isn't uh, uh, dirty. It doesn't smell like an old shoe in here. And I want to make sure that I give that back to my customers. I want to make sure that I'm even providing a facility that has cleanliness uh, at the top of one of my top priorities. And I want to make sure that when you're looking for a gym too, make sure that cleanliness is at the top of your priority list too. So it, it's important. It may not be one of those things that um, all the staff looks for, but if any staff or any gym member or any uh, 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 fitness staff members listening to this, that is one thing that they probably won't tell you, but they're definitely keeping an eye out for is cleanliness. Make sure your gym doesn't smell like a shoe. 
I would agree 100%. Like Lex just said, I know there's this crowd out there that just go, I don't care if the gym's clean or not. I just want to go. I just need some weights, and I just want to pound the weights, man. That's all I need, and I don't care if there's dust everywhere. I mean, I'm the opposite of that. Uh, to me, when the facility takes care of itself, that to me speaks volumes about the people there, and it speaks volumes about the culture. It means that everybody cares about the equipment, and it, it just the way that they do that kind of translates probably to the way that they treat the rest of their business as well, if everything's clean. It's just a great way to show respect to the customer. So I'm exactly the same way. When I walk in somewhere and I see that everything's wiped down and kept in good condition, that makes me feel good about working out there. But it also makes me feel really good about the people there as well. Wow, they care enough about their equipment and about their facility to keep up with the upkeep. So I, I think it speaks volumes. And you get what you pay for, right, Brian? You've heard that before. Absolutely. You get what you pay for. And if you're looking for a facility where you don't want to invest a lot of money, then you have to be prepared to to get what you're paying for. So if you pay a couple dollars a month and you expect the, the facility to be empty, it's probably not the, the best thing you're going to be looking for. You're going to go into that gym and it's probably going to be crowded as heck around 530 in the afternoon. So you can't pay 10, 20, 30 bucks a month and expect this stuff to be uh, empty for you to just have a, a free, free go around all the equipment. So uh, you get, you certainly get what you pay for. Uh, in terms of trainers too, um, you're, you're finding those trainers that are only charging you 20 bucks a session. Um, they're probably either just starting out, don't have a lot of experience, uh, have an open book and just trying to get somebody to fill their schedule. Or you're, you're investing a little bit more with a trainer. You're probably paying for the 16, 18, 20 years of experience that they have knowing that they can get you to your goals. Or if you encounter any challenges, they can probably help you through those challenges too. So you're also paying for their experience in that. So understand that when you invest a little bit more with the trainer or a little bit more in the gym, you're going to get exactly what you pay for. Value. Value, ladies and gentlemen, value. How do you feel about that? Yeah, and I would say this. I agree with everything you just said. Reputation is huge. When you look into a personal trainer or you look into joining a gym, what is their reputation? If you look at their 20 years of business and you go back and you look at reviews and you look at what other people say about them online, if they have a consistent history of doing a good job and they can show you that they've helped people, it is worth paying the extra money to join that gym or to work with that trainer. But if they don't have that history, that doesn't necessarily make them a bad trainer or a bad gym to join. But they also probably aren't going to charge as much. So if you do see somebody that charges a little bit more, you got to look at what goes into that. They have a reputation of providing a clean place. They have customers. They get referrals. They get people results. And that costs a little bit more money. And they've earned the right to charge that, especially if you're a personal trainer. So I'm a big advocate of reputation. Look online. Read reviews. Check things out. And once in a while, you're going to see a bad review. I think we all know that sometimes there's going to be some stinkers out there that leave bad reviews when they shouldn't, and sometimes they're unjustified. But really, if you look at just a gym's general review and just kind of scan it over on Google reviews or whatever, are people generally happy with the service? If the answer is yes, that seems like a great place to put your money in and invest in yourself. So you're speaking from you know somebody that's been in the industry. When, when do you feel like is the best time to join a fitness facility? When do you feel like is the best time to get a trainer, Brian? Well, the salesman in me says the best time is right now. <laughs> but I will answer your question. 
Um, really, honestly, I have to go with that. The best time to join a gym really is right now. Um, there's no reason to wait. There's no reason to wait whatsoever. I think we all have excuses. I'm going to wait till after the holidays and then, oh, well, the holidays are still busy. I think I'll wait till the weather gets a little nicer. Um, it's kind of snowy outside. I don't want to be driving to the gym in the snow. Oh, now it's summertime. I have yard work to do. Now's not a good time to join the gym. So there's always going to be excuses. The best time to join the gym is right now. Now, in theory, in the summer and the spring, gyms are generally going to be a little bit slower. So if you're not a huge fan of crowds, you may want to consider starting a gym membership in the summer or the spring because there's going to be less people. But honestly, at the end of the day, that shouldn't deter you. Even if there's a lot of people in the gym, nobody's looking at you. Nobody's judging you. Everybody's there doing their own thing, and you should as well. What would you say? Uh, best time to join a gym. Would you agree with me that the best time is right now? I would think you'd probably agree, but we'll see what you say. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So like I've always told people who are always hesitant on joining a gym and working out, even with a trainer, the next six months are going to go by whether you work out or not. So there's no, th there's nothing that's going to say, oh, the, the, the year and the months aren't going to stop just because you decide not to join a gym today. You're going to get older. You're going to get weaker. You want to feel strong. You want to feel healthier. Why not start today? What is stopping you? Last week, you said last, next Monday, and six Mondays have passed since you said that. You got to stop talking to yourself in a negative light. You got to start thinking positive, start thinking about the things that are could happen that's going to benefit you if you started today. What's the worst that could happen? You lose weight today? You lose weight next week? That's the worst? I think that sounds pretty good. So in terms of a fitness studio, which I own, it, there's no bad time to join. Uh, it, it's It's better in the summer it's better in the winter it's better in the fall it's better when you decide to make a change in terms of a larger studio or a larger gym rather like brian said it's going to get a little bit busier during the winter or cold months but again to his point you know you're going to talk yourself out of it next winter next summer next spring if you've been so hesitant about it before the best thing for you to do is just go just just go make the change uh make a set commitment that you're going to go ahead and join a gym or get a personal trainer. Now's the time to do it right now. Turn your volume up. Like I said, listen to this right now. Don't hesitate anymore. Just do it. That's some good motivation right there, and he's absolutely right. So we want to encourage you, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you've been on the fence, you've been thinking about joining somewhere, hopefully you're listening to us right now and you're going, you know what? Now's the time to take action. Making I'm in sense. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, you know what? I'm going to go take a tour of a gym or I'm going to go check out that fitness studio. I'm going to, I heard about that personal trainer down the road. I'm going to go talk to that guy and see what he has to offer me. I'm going to make a list of what's important to me to look for at a gym or a trainer. I'm going to write those things out. I want a clean facility. I want somebody that has experience. I want somebody that has a degree in, the, in exercise science. I want somebody that's certified. And when I find that person, then I'm going to pull the trigger and I'm not going to hesitate. And I'm going to look at my budget and I'm going to say, you know what? I don't really need to have a subscription to HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and all these other things. I can cancel four of those subscriptions and I'm going to use that and I'm going to pay for a personal trainer. So I feel like yeah. once you turn this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to turn this podcast off and I'm going to get on it and I'm going to start looking around. So we hope that that's the encouragement you have today. I think we took advantage of, I, I think we took for granted rather, 
gyms and personal trainers and studios once the covid lockdown happened absolutely we did i mean we were all working out at home we we were trying to scurry to order dumbbells and gym equipment and there was none available and then what were we going to do right we needed the guidance of a personal trainer or a fitness professional to help us through those tough times Um, i'm speaking as a business owner it was scary part for me too i got uh, in a government mandated lockdown and i didn't know whether my doors were going to be open or shut so uh, I'm not taking for granted the time that I have to build these relationships with these people and help them grow and and uh, to get them to their fitness goals. We're serious about it. We're invested in your health. We're invested in in you in your success. So and, and you were waiting all that time for the gyms to open up, and now's the chance. Now's the chance. Don't wait any longer. If we were to get shut down again, what would you do? Let's take advantage of our health right now and make sure that we're making the taking the right steps to get to our weight loss goals or get more muscle or just become overall healthier. Uh, don't take it for granted anymore. And, uh, you know, that is the business of fitness. You never know when the next government mandated lockdown is going to happen because the next virus is going to be traveling this world. So uh, let's take advantage of each day and make sure we're investing in ourselves each day. Yeah. And there's something to be said too. what Lex just said about really appreciating the fact that we have gyms and trainers and fitness facilities. Think about during COVID, everybody was going out and buying dumbbells and buying equipment, which is really good. I'm not poo-pooing that idea, but there is something special about being around other people. There just is. Feeding off the other people in the class, the energy of being in a fitness class, being around other people that are also better in themselves, being able to look at some people in the gym and go, wow, I want to look like that guy or I want to look like that girl. She inspires me. Being in that environment, being able to actually drive somewhere that's your escape to get away from your home or get away from your job just to have some time to yourself. That's not to say that you can't hop on a Peloton bike at home or buy a treadmill, but I can probably guess being in this industry for 20 years, you're going to get bored pretty quickly. But when you go to a fitness facility, you hire a trainer, they're going to keep it fun for you and they're going to keep you engaged so you're not getting bored at all. And it's winter time coming up, isn't it? That's right. Vitamin D. We all need it. We all need exercise because it's going to be darker all day long, it feels like. And the best thing for you to do for your endorphins and your hormones and in your mood is to exercise. What's the most underutilized antidepressant drug there is out there right now? The answer is exercise. <laughs> and that is the honest to God truth, by the way. We're being a little funny there, but the, the honest truth is I remember actually in my exercise psychology class, actually it was exercise physiology, we looked at the research on people who take antidepressants versus people who just work out. And it was the people that work out that actually had better results at beating their depression and feeling better. Those are legitimate studies that you can go look up. So a lot of times we just think about working out as getting bigger muscles or losing weight or losing body fat. Oh, by the way, it's good for your mind. It's good for your brain. It's a great point, Lex. Absolutely. So I want to speak on a little bit more of those challenges that people might have when they join a gym. Uh, What would you say to somebody that says, well... I need to speak to my husband or I need to speak to my wife first. You know, obviously we hear these things a lot when when people, when signing up at the gym, I know that if I hear that from somebody, then I probably didn't do a good enough job, uh, giving you enough information to make you feel comfortable in joining my facility. Uh, so if you're out there, you, you took a look at my facility before and I didn't give you enough information. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come back in. I have so much more to show you now, uh, in the year 2022 and 23 now. So come on back. Have you heard that before, Brian? Oh, yeah, that's a very, very common thing that I hear. 
And my suggestion to you as a consumer, if you're, if you're a consumer listening, is talk to your spouse or your significant other before you go to the gym. Make sure that they support you before you start going around and checking out facilities because... Hallelujah. Yeah, that should be like... <laughs> I would hope that if you have a, a nice supporting significant other, that they're going to be game for this, that they're going to want you to feel the best you've ever felt and look the best you've ever looked and just have the best energy that you've ever had. They're going to want that for you. So figure that out before you go out and shop around. And I would agree with Lex as a, a fitness sales professional when I hear that, that somebody says, well, I need to go home and talk about it with my spouse. I usually internalize it back to me and I go, I feel like I didn't do something right in explaining things because at the end of the day, I find it very hard to believe that there aren't many spouses out there that wouldn't support somebody, you know, bettering themselves and becoming healthier and fitter. So I would say do the research ahead of time. That's how I would look at it. Yeah, you go to your spouse and say, hey, I'm going to do something that's going to make me look better, feel better, have more energy, and be there for my kids, do better with cooking, do better with cleaning, do better at my job, and be an all-around happier person. Are you opposed to that, sir or ma'am? Are you opposed to that? So. I don't think anybody would be opposed to it. I think everybody wants to feel better about themselves and, and have more confidence and be stronger. And I think that's what comes along with getting a gym membership or a trainer. So have that conversation, like Brian was saying, with your spouse before entering into the gym and just be ready for that conversation. Otherwise, you can just keep them on speed dial. And I'd be more than happy to explain the whole tour to them while you're sitting there. So uh, either way, um, we're just so thankful to have people that are invested in their health in the facility uh, in any capacity. So do, have you heard any challenges or anything that you've heard from consumers, Brian? Oh my gosh, there's so many challenges and, you know, various, um, I don't want to call them excuses, but maybe I would call, maybe challenges is the best word of things that I'll hear from people. You know, general things like I can't afford this. Um, I don't know if I have time to be able to use this service. Um, I mean, various things like that. And uh, again, those are things that you really need to do your research ahead of time where you sit down and you think, okay, can I afford this? If I'm going to go around and I'm going to start looking for a gym, let me look at my budget. Let me see. Call first, right? Yeah, even call. That's totally fine. I appreciate when people call and, and they ask you know, about how much uh, the, the gym charges. I'm all for helping people and giving them that information. Uh, we, we don't have anything to hide for sure. The other thing, too, is, you know, people, I'll spend an hour sometimes with people and just really try to sell them on the benefits of working out. And after an hour, they'll say, well, I need to check my schedule and see if it'll work for me. Well, you, you didn't know before you came in here today that, you know, you don't have, let's say, three days a week where you can come in for 30 minutes, three days a week to get in a good cardio workout. I don't think I believe you. I don't think I believe you. So... You really should do some thinking ahead of time and go, okay, if I was going to join a gym or I'm going to work with a trainer, I know for sure that I can do Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'll go right after I leave work. I'll go right to the gym. I'll pack my bag. And then by the time I get home at 5 o'clock, the kids just pulled up for school not too long ago. I can start dinner, whatever the case is. Right. So that's what I would say. Absolutely. What an awesome topic today. I hope you guys are really invested in our conversation and you took some things uh, from what we were trying to convey and to just make sure the message was uh, crystal clear for you guys that there's no better time than to start right now uh, the business of fitness and don't take your gym for granted, your personal trainer for granted. Stay invested, stay long-term until you get to those goals and make sure that you're making the right decision in whatever you decide to do. So in closing, Brian, anything else you want to say? 
Yeah, once again, we appreciate all the support, all the listeners. If you guys have any questions for us that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, we would really appreciate it. You can reach out to me at BrewerBrian25 on Instagram. And uh, feel free to send any questions, anything that you'd like us to talk about. We appreciate it as well. If you're enjoying this and you feel you're getting some good benefit from it, please do us a favor, leave a review, uh, even if it's just a, a five-star review, whatever you feel happy doing. And also, please share these episodes with anybody that you think might benefit from it. We would really appreciate your help getting the message out. Uh, Lex and I are all about helping people and, and getting them healthier. Awesome. Yeah, you can reach out to me, Lex.Hadamio on Instagram, Lex.Hadamio on Facebook. Uh, just look me up on Facebook if you need to contact me or Brian. Uh, we'll put you in touch with the right person. So we, we're looking forward to having more conversations about fitness and lifestyle and wellness, uh, you know, not just pertaining to fitness in general. We want to make sure that your overall wellness and the impact we're having on your life uh, is, is truly, truly helpful. So thanks for listening this week, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody.